enjoy the show. Everybody and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And if you join me, you will float too. This is Jordan along here with his buddies Eric and Ed, and tonight we're talking about it, part one or chapter one. How you guys doing? Floating, I guess. <laughs> that is a figure of speech that is very applicable to you at this moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> body and mind. Yes. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm not too bad myself. Well, the, so, well, that was great. I'm good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, this is this has been something I've been waiting for for a while. Here, um, was really excited to, uh, to to have this happen, and I am so excited that I can tell you guys that I finished the book before I saw the movie. So I went in with spoiler filled. Sure, sure. Geez, you came uh, quite prepared yeah. then for for everything. Uh, I was able to get the cliff notes after seeing the movie of all the shit that uh, was in the books that did not make it to film. And, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, when it highlights just that, it it takes away the context, and uh, it's troublesome to hear. You know, if you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about all the sex acts here, boys. I'm talking Uh, about, you know... Yes, yes. I uh, I literally did none of that. Are you talking about child molestation? That's what happens in That's, the book. This is this movie. It, well, this movie is nothing but child molestation. No, like, there's two moments where the 13 year old girl is. Well, number one, her dad says, you know, he's he basically tells everybody that he's been molesting her for a long time, and then the fucking pharmacist. Oh yeah, the lowest lane. Uh, everyone, nobody likes yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, that was that kind of turned me off to be honest with you like i hated that i mean so, it is what it is well but no, like no. did you see that it's in uh, context of the story there's an interview with stephen king saying that in regards to it was in more of the uh the sex scene in the sewers where uh the the girl uh, uh what's her name uh bev bev uh uh says to all the boys hey i think all of you guys should fuck me right now and so it was in context to that uh, when Stephen King was asked about it, and he had said that um, it's kind of weird that he thinks, you know, because he, he thought it, he wrote it in a much different context than, than what we're taking it as. It was a different time. He wrote it as something, uh, as a transition from what well, child to adult kind of type thing, whatever the hell acid trip excuse he was on. But mm. um, it, the more the, it was more so that uh, the point was we are more focused on now on the sexuality of things, but we are completely okay with all of like the, the child gore and, and, and murder scenes that we see in the film too. Like we're all, all double cool with that. Right. Which kind of, I was, that was fucking dope, man. Like, <laughs> but I get to see a kid. Yeah. On no, screen. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one thing to like, it, it's a horror movie and you know, murders are going to happen and like deaths are going to happen. But, to dedicate an entire a character's entire story arc to the fact that her dad's been raping her is fucked up. I mean, it's, it's in context. I get it. I get it. I, it's the thing that scares her the most. Like, because now she's not a little girl. You know, like, they, they, her introductory scene outside of the school was she's having 
her period, and she's buying tampons. So the most scariest thing to her is her no longer being a little girl. So, like, now there's period blood all over the bathroom. Not period, but blood all over the bathroom. So, like, it's in context. I get it. I get it. But, like, it still fucked me up. Sure, it, it does. And, and also in the book, too, when, when, uh, when, when, but, uh, when you guys talk about it, when Bev asked the boy for the train on her, they do. Um, and uh, a little bit of history here, uh, just about it to the fans. Uh, there is going to be a part two. It's confirmed. This movie was made for only $35 million, and as of yesterday, it has grossed $209.9 oh, yeah. million. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, this is what we are experiencing right now, boys. This is, this is a phenomenon. I mean, this is – we have not seen anything like this since The Dark Knight in 2008. This is going to, in my theory, in my opinion, this is going to revitalize horror. This is doing – this is going to do for horror what Scream did for horror in the mid-'90s. We're going to get a slew of horror films. We got Saw coming out this year, which we'll be reviewing that probably. But, you this, know, I hope we get, we get The Nun. Yeah, The Nun's coming out. But here we have – there's a signature style here, though, boys. I mean, like, again, with with The Nun, you have that being under, like, the whole James Wan kind of umbrella uh, um, in, in that part. But, like, it is a, is a Stephen King remake. But the way that it was done is the reason why it's doing so well is because people like having, like, this mix. They like having it to be fun. Scary isn't supposed to be scary. Scary is fun. And absolutely, that's what they're like. This felt like a haunted house ride, basically. Ooh, good analogy, yeah. I, very good analogy. As I'm as yeah. I'm sitting here watching the movie in the theater, and I'm I'm having fun, like I'm enjoying it. The people I'm with, they're having fun with it too. I but then again, again, I've also laughed at Human Centipede over here, everybody. So, but I mean, like that's just, <laughs> I I mean, but there were a lot of uh, it was goofy at parts, and it was it was great. And then, but there were other parts where it hit, and it was freaky as shit. And I, it was uh, Bill Skarsgård did a great job with Pennywise, like. Absolutely, I, I think exceeded everyone's expectations. At least I, I, I really hope so. Uh, to, to kind of, because that's no pun intended here. I mean, you know, uh, some big shoes to fill. No, it is, and you know, to go big on that. Shoes to fill. So sorry to, uh, to compare, because I got a funny theater story to tell you guys. Because we were talking about our theater experiences, but it's like, again, I apologize. This is I'm comparing this to Dark Knight. And what I mean by that is it's arguably that nobody can beat Jet Nicholson as the Joker in, in 1989 Batman, right? He's just so good at it. Sure. And then Heath Ledger comes out and pretty much made the movie. If you take Heath Ledger's performance out, the movie's kind of dull. But Heath Ledger made that, and he made it good. That's what I think Bill Skarsgård did. Nobody can beat Tim Curry as Pennywise in the 1990 TV miniseries. But Bill Skarsgård is the Heath Ledger in this new rebooted verse um and people are screaming oscar for him i mean i mean people are saying i was watching on conan and and other uh, late tacos and uh, rumors are floating around that he's gonna be nominated for best supporting actor wow really so well b- before you guys move on i i only agree with the idea that this is like the dark knight because it's a movie that everybody loves that i fucking hate i hated it you didn't like this movie huh I didn't hate it. I'm, I'm over-exaggerating, but, like, I did not like it. Absolutely not. You was know not what? a fan. I thought, okay. I thought I thought Bill Skarsgård was good, and I thought the kids were good. Like, it was acted well. It was 
the best, but the best part about the whole movie, and maybe this is more of a, a thing about to Stephen King than anything, was the the banter between the kids, like that that Richie that Richie kid, and then yeah. like the what the what Eddie or whatever, like the banter between the two of them, and they continuously made dick jokes Beaver, throughout Town the whole Boys. movie. It, right, was in, that, that was incredible. Like the, you. You've just seen an entire room filled with blood, and you make a period joke. Like that's incredible. It's really well done. It's funny as hell. And people, and you know, our fans and our listeners know that I have the dirtiest sense of humor. My favorite joke from Ghostbusters was a queef joke. But like, I thought I, I was so disappointed in this movie. It's not even funny. Other than other than that, just well, two things. To go on that. We gotta we gotta talk about our theater experiences because I really hear what you say about this. But boys, do I have a doozy? Um, and I and I and I wanted to wait to tell you guys this. I wanted the fans to hear, and I want you guys to hear it. So my wife and I, and I can't make this up, boys. My wife and I go to the city to see the movie. We were gonna go to a small town, but we couldn't get the tickets. It was sold out. Oh. So we went to the city. Okay. We get the. It was an eight o'clock showing on a Friday night, and we go there. We can't find a seat. It's completely packed. And we have to sit at the very front, the first row. You know how you have, you have like the low Horrible. front and yeah. then you have the steps to go to the stadium seating? Yeah. We're in the very front. So we're playing. So the movie's playing, and my wife and I are like, oh my God, this sucks. Not the movie, it's just because we're so goddamn close to the screen. The end of the story is this is ridiculous. I've never had this before in my life. Um, it's the scene where the kids go into the house for the first time and Eddie sees, oh, I'm sorry, Richie sees a missing kid poster of himself, right? Yeah, freaky as mm-hmm. fuck, yeah. All of a sudden, the movie pauses and the lights turn on and four ushers walk in and say, sorry, folks, somebody got really scared and they threw up over themselves. We gotta go clean it up here real quick. And the person was escorted out all over them. Wow. And they had to, and then that whole couple rows around the person, they had to leave. We were so far away that we were fine, but for safety reasons, um, the first couple rows had to go. So the tick, so the theater re- refunded their tickets for the next day because they were the person was so incredibly scared. I don't know if it was a guy or a girl. I didn't really pay attention, but uh, and he barfed. Gene and I think that the guy was drunk. And mixed with the fear probably didn't help out too much. And, the, and the, probably the nasty fucking food. Like, yeah. That that artificial butter I is yeah. just that. I don't even I mean, know what it is. Right? That was my experience for it. And I'm like, I think it's oh just straight God. olive oil. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing I want to compare with this movie. Uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts with it, guys, when that happened, um, that brought me back to when my dad was telling me stories in Jaws in 75. This is our Jaws, guys. Damn, I mean, this is a huge summer blockbuster. This is words. this is huge. No, I, because like for I'll an example, what, I I did have a lot of fun. It it was like like a blockbuster esque type fun, man. It was just it's just fun, man. It's just a fun movie. So Ed doesn't like it. Eric and I are probably on the same page. Let's get into the spoilers. Let's get into this movie. So if you've seen the 1990 version with Tim Curry as Pennywise. You pretty much get the same thing. They add some things to take some things out. But you get these group of kids, which are called the Losers Club, which is Bill or Stuttering Bill. And then you got Ben, who's the new kid. You got Bev, who was the only chick of the group. You got Richie, 
who was the foul mouth one. You got Stan, who's the Jewish guy. And then you got Mike, who's the black guy. And then Eddie is the one who is always has diseases and always sick. And he does understand why his mom's the giving overly him pills with gazebos guy. in it. Has to, why are you giving me pills with gazebos? He's, it's hilarious. He's, he's, he's the Jiminy Cricket of the group. Right. So we have all seen the original 1990 version of it. I had the privilege of reading the whole book. I was excited for it. The opening of the book is exactly the opening of this movie. What do you guys think? I don't mean to compare. I'm not going to do this all episode. But what? But which opening is better? Is this opening better where literally oh, Georgie one. gets Dude, his arm ripped off? Why, the, or why, Curry? why is there even a, a fucking debate? This one was way better, dude. Re- okay. All right. Ed, which one? I mean, like, I mean, do, do you have one? That Yeah, that's why this movie, in my opinion, was such a disappointment and simultaneously hard to watch. Like, they ripped a kid's arm off, which was a great opening. I mean, it, and again, it makes, it makes sense in context. You know, and I, did, I had a hard time watching that, but like, yeah, I mean, this opening was good. Like, it was, it, it, it set the tone, and, you know, it, in Bill Skarsgård, like watching him in, you know, it in the storm drain was was perfect. Like that's one of the scariest scenes of all time. I will say that, in my opinion, that's fucking freaky. But like, okay. you know, it, I just say, you know, to answer the question, it, this opening was better. Yeah, really, because I did not know that Georgie got his arm ripped off until I read the book. I was like, oh my god. It, because when, I, because when I read the book two months ago, and, and it was very vivid that his arm got ripped off and the neighbor just missed it, that is creepy. That's a lot better than Georgie just not, just disappearing. Like that, makes, that right there tells you that, this, that nobody is safe, everybody's off limits because of how they killed Georgie. You know what I'm saying? Because you never saw the Georgie kill in the original movie. Dude, that I, makes it better. I love that it was just fucking graphic, too. Like... I, I, remember, I felt bad for that kid. I, I, okay, so I had a privilege because uh, around here in, in the fucking city boy or whatever, we get, you know, I had, I had the luxury seats, fucking full, big old length Tempur-Pedic recliner, a big old tub of popcorn, and I was in, like, the handicapped spot, too, so it was just me, front row. I mean, not even front row, but, like, on that room you walk in. Yeah. So it's just, like, perfect level. It's just, I had the fucking works, boys. It was great. The, the theater was packed. And the theater was interactive. This was uh, like on a Sunday night. It was a late night show. So everyone there was older and a little rowdy, myself included. And when that scene happened and Pennywise opens its mouth and grabbed the fucking arm and ripped that thing off and you hear the kid just go, no, you know, just like, oh, and you get to see it all too. The audience went fucking nuts. It was great. No, it, was, it was time. It was so cool to actually see Pennywise do something because in the original movie, uh, Tim Curry just opened up his mouth and he had a little bit of fangs. And this one, his jaw opens up like a snake. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but you got to remember, like, and more. this is my opinion, why I think the Tim Curry version is a little bit creepier. It's because it's literally a dude in makeup. Like, this is, this is obviously CGI for the most part. No. And, I mean, well, uh, you're going to have fuck. Bill Skarsgård's mouth opened up like a goddamn hamster, like, like an alligator. Like, it's mostly CGI. So the the thing with Tim Curry, why I 
I don't want to say I like his portrayal better, but I was more freaked out by his portrayal sure. is because it's legitimately a dude makeup doing it. Well, here's a thing to add on that perfect thing. Did you guys something? Did you guys notice something about Pennywise's eyes in this movie? How how they were yeah, looking forward. Up. One was looking right, one was looking right. Yeah. Well, Bill Skarsgård has a lazy eye. No. No. He's... So that's that's actually incorrect. So I was watching. It's it's on YouTube. Go to the Stephen Colbert and type in Bill Skarsgård. That is a hidden talent. Uh, the director and him were trying to figure out how to make Pennywise even scarier, and the director found out that Bill Skarsgård actually can move his eyes independently and keep them there for a long period of time. Fuck it, really. That is Are not you... CGI. There's yes. Watch the watch the YouTube video for the fans and for you guys when we do that when we get done with the show. Stephen Colbert, Bill Skarsgård, and he talks about how how he can move his eyes independently. That's his hidden talent. That's awesome. Well, dude. that made it creepy. If that's the case, that I mean, that is kind of that is kind of cool. But like, front when when he was in what the hell is that one show? Oh God, on Netflix that he's in. Oh, um, oh God! You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Like that's where I first learned about him. Uh, but like, I guess I I uh, I just click on his fucking name here in IMDb. Yeah, Hemlock Grove. That's it. Hemlock Grove. Yeah, he's got a he's got an obvious lazy eye. So if he can move them independently, that's one thing. But like, maybe he doesn't know that he's doing it because like he's got an obvious. It's obviously a lazy eye. Which is fine. I'm, I'm not, I'm not to meaning away. to make fun of him. I don't. You know, I'm not making fun of him. I, yeah. I have. I have one too, to a certain degree. No, it's but just like, trying to escape. The eye is. is I think it's trying to get out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Scarsgard's clan was... captures their eyes at a young age, and that's how they get their talent. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just telling you from what he said. Uh, you know, to uh, to uh, to Stephen Colbert, because uh, uh, I'm looking at uh, lazy eye pictures right now of uh, of him, and there's not a single thing. He can just move his eye like that, both of his eyes. Anyway, that's it was a really anyway. it was a really cool part, like especially in the sewer um, when uh, uh, parts to point out when Georgie was uh, talking to him, and right after Pennywise did the whole popcorn thing, pop pop pop, and Georgie starts laughing, he. Kind of laughs a little bit too hard, where he kind of scares the fear away from him for a bit, and kind of breaks Pennywise there for a minute. I noticed that. That was so cool because uh, he almost lost right there. Yeah, he almost lost it right there. Like that was pretty fucking cool. Which, which, I really like that whole scene about you know pop 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 because Bill Skarsgård just went for it, man. I mean that was so creepy. And you're right. You're right, Eric, because he realizes and he gets super serious, like, oh, my God, this kid's not afraid of me. Shit, you know, I'm going to lose this battle. Uh, but, yeah, what a great, great kill. Uh, we get into our cast of characters. Um, and out of the group of kids here, I was always a fan of Bill in the original movie, uh, but uh, I turned out to be a Bev fan in this one. I thought I thought uh, Beverly Marsh was the best out of the Losers Club. She was perfect in this movie. And her introduction was the best. My opinion on that one. The, the bathroom? E, e. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I just I just have a hard time with her story arc. I mean, it is what it is. Like, that's the story arc, and that's why she's afraid of what she's afraid of. But it's I have a I just there's just something in me that I have about kids in movies. Like a kill 
is one thing. Like, they kill a bunch of fucking kids in this movie. But, like, the rape was just not cool. Like, I, maybe, the, maybe that turned me off on the whole movie, but, like, the fact that her entire existence revolved around being raped we, was we just hard. To, I mean, we it, didn't get to see any that was only implied or suggested. Absolutely. No, but, like, it, yeah, it's implied. I get that. But, like, at the same time, like, the whole – the moment she's introduced and then her dad shows up in the apartment – when she has like the box of tampons, not it's not her introduction, but like it's you know later in the story, and he and he give, he grabs her hand and gives her that look and says, "You're still my baby girl," or "You're still you you know," and she calls him daddy the whole movie. Like that's fucking creepy. Like yeah, that's creepy. not cool. Maybe creepy, but there's no reason for you to be turned off on the movie because I mean you got to understand here. I mean that is the character overall nutshell, and this is not the last that we've seen her father either. Spoilers no, I, and, and I, I, I get that. I do get that, but like, it's just hard for me to get into that. Like, I, I get it's, I, I get it's not. It's just a, it's just a movie. But like, that was hard for me to watch, and I don't have any personal experience with this, obviously. But like, I, I just have a mental hiccup when it comes to that shit. Okay, well, fair enough. Um... We talked about some of the kids here, but uh, I want to talk about one of my other favorite parts in this, and that's Henry Bowers, the leader of the Bowers gang. My lord. Dude. Oh, my God, yeah. I hated him. I, they did a good job of making you hate him. I fucking hated him. You know what I loved about him? He reminded me of – because he looked, just, just the way he looked and the way he acted. He reminded me of the jerk in the old uh, Nickelodeon show, Salute Your Shorts. That always was trying to get there. <laughs> you guys remember that? that? Great show. Was Spudnik or something like that? Yeah, Spudnik. Yeah. Like he was in. He was in T two with Eddie Furlong in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, like Henry Bowers was great. I was really happy to see Belch back in this. Uh, be, but, donkey lips. Donkey lips, but I like Belches. Um, but <laughs> so out of the kids, especially with Henry Bowers Spudnik. here, Spudnik. Um, Eric, what is uh, what was one of your favorite characters? I mean, I mean uh, anybody in the Losers Club, Henry Bowers? Like, was there one that you gravitated towards more? Well, I obviously uh, um, the guy who played uh, Richie Finn Wolfhard. I mean, I I related to him a lot because that that was basically me as a kid, man. Just some fucking foul mouth asshole, loud mouth asshole, <laughs> man. Like I like everything. I always had a punchline. You know, like every everything nice. was a joke. Always had a punchline, always looking for a laugh type thing. That was that's me. That's still me. I think to a to a certain degree now. Maybe I've calmed down a bit, but <laughs> okay. But no, like I just uh, I just relate to that character, and so I I thought that the kid played it really well. He's still that. He's still the show, man. That the kid's still the movie. What about what about you, Eric? Which kid do you identify with the you most? You mean Ed? Sorry, Ed, my fault. Well, I mean, I, I guess if I had to identify with, with with one, I don't know that I could because, you know, I mean, like I, I've always been an asshole smart mouth and I've always been real talkative like Eddie. And the, the thing is I went with a buddy of mine, like a guy who's like a real bros bro, like the kind that makes stupid jokes all the time. And I know that every time they made an Eddie's mom's vagina joke, like I'm going to hear an Eddie's mom vagina joke now for, for like every day for the next three months. But like, 
And, you know, and then Ben, I mean, I was never the new kid per se, but, like, I just liked weird stuff. I still like New Kids on the Block and made punchlines, you know, and then, like, somebody else always got the, the, the girl that I liked. You know what I mean? Sure. So, sure. I mean, I, I, the combination of those three, I guess, would, would be more applicable. Nice. What would you guys say I would be? Stuttering Bill? Or would I be the Jew? You'd be, whichever, <laughs> you'd be the slut. Thank yeah, you. yeah, you definitely <laughs> nice. Letting a bunch of guys um, just run train. Yep. The last, <laughs> thing, last thing I want to add uh, was just um, I I really like the fact that this is in the '80s because uh, I pointed out to my wife in theaters. I was like, "Oh, look, honey, look at the marquee in the theater. It says Lethal Weapon Two and Batman." So that was really cool to get you into the times of it. But then the movie starts to get creepy. We get Mike, who is the forgive me, Tolkien black guy of the town, it seems like, as well. And um, his fear is his house being caught on fire and his parents are dead. And that was creepy when he was in the uh, alleyway of the butcher house, uh, the uh, alleyway of the butcher, and all these burnt hands were trying to... Oh, my God, that was bad. It's great. And then Pennywise was hanging there. Oh, jeez. Those red eyes. It was great, man. Like, yeah. Penny, Pennywise really was, was scary as shit, man. Like, they, they did a really good job... The, when they weren't doing the scare scenes, you were, you you you're feeling you're building a, a good feelings for the characters, you know. Yeah. Like, the humor and humor does that, or you feel really bad because Ben is getting his ass kicked and a fucking again graphic scene of him getting carved up, man. Right. They did that for a second. Speaking of Ben. What sold me that the movie was going to be good, well, I don't know for you guys, but it was that moment where, oh, this movie's going to be really good, uh, was uh, when Ben was alone in the library in the basement and that headless corpse was chasing after him. And the way that corpse moved was just so incredible. And doing research in it, that was a mine. Uh, there was no CG in, until they did cuts, but the way that thing moved was a dude in a costume. Without a head? Well, you know, he had the, you know, his head was, you know. I mean, like, I mean, like. He they, removed his they, head? They CG'd the head off, of course. But, I mean, it was just so cool how they did that. Yeah. Um, I think that's, he did a, a pretty good was, job. Then. Was that good. was, uh, that was some freaky movements, man. It was, it was a little, it was, it was, crazy. It was a little silly, but I thought it was, I was, I was all along with it. Um, so, of course, this would not be Movie Guys podcast without gripes. And I know Ed's chomping at the bit at this one. But here's one of my problems with the movie that I discovered. Is if this is Pennywise's house and everybody in town kind of knows it, kind of doesn't know it. When he's sleeping within the 27 years, why don't they just, just bulldoze it? Just, just take it down. Because it's the only house on the block that... Looks like a crack house. Property tax, maybe it's paid off. Who knows? But that Uh. is kind of a flaw, though, right? I mean, like, I mean, that's quite kind of like the 1990s version of the explanation more, because he didn't have a house. Don't have a house. It's just not. My opinion. Maybe they got together the committee and they were just like, "Hey, I know that like having an abandoned house at the end of the street." may seem like you know not a good idea to have around but we're also a cute little town and we this is kind of how stories start so we're gonna keep it 
Well, do you guys think that every adult in town knows what's going on? At least the neighbors do. The fuck, man? Did you see how close those houses were? And the kids, they just put their bikes in the middle of the street. Those are my gripes there, it. Jordan. Let's get to the real fucking gripes. The ones where, like, they're as a group, and they, they fucking just, like, herding cats. They can't be just... Stay together. Stay yeah. your fucking ass together. And then one of them hears, like, a pebble rolling, and then... And they go off into a corner. Hey, just so your friend get fucked up here, we should all stay as a... It goes off into the yeah. you're by yourself. Nice. Uh, you know, oh, I'm lost. I don't know. You, yeah, I just saw you just solo that shit, dude. You just ran right. that room by yourself. The fuck were you thinking, man? So just like the, uh, just like, just like the idiot friend of the Henry Bowers gang after they cut up uh, Ben and the kid was chasing him and they had a bunch of zombie kids in the sewer. Yeah. Oh my god, that was creepy. That's dope scene. That was. I mean, that was our. That was our next kill. We really didn't see how he got killed, though, which I kind of wished. We got more of that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was still some, some gruesome shit. We got to see that. Uh, so, damn, yeah, so that Ed, was a good one. Ed, so, so far, you're not talking mm-hmm. much. Eric and I are just literally on our knees. We need knee pads. That's how much we're on our knees right <clears> now. <throat> what is your issue? Besides everything that you have just said about, you know, the supposed rape and all this. Why don't you think that this is the greatest horror film of all time? Because it's made $210 million. I mean, what's well, so I'm bad not, about it? I mean, it's a, forget about the, the, the context of the story. It is a well-done film. Like, it's, it's you know, it, it's well-acted in. It's well-directed. It's well-written. You know, it's, it's, it's a good-looking movie. It just... It doesn't deliver on the scares. It, it it tries to be multiple things that I don't like. And Eric, you'd mentioned it like maybe that's the trend now. But like if you're gonna be a psychological fucked up movie, be a psychological fucked up movie. If you're going to be a slasher, you know, gore movie, be a slasher gory movie. Like the reason Annabelle Creation got me all fucked up when we watched it was because that was all psychological and it got everything that went bump in the night for me. And, you know, it took me like a day to recover from that movie because, you know, of how psychological it was. This movie, if it would have gone in either direction strictly, it would have been better, but it half-assed both of them. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a well done movie, but like, yeah, okay, so you see the kid you see the kid like stab his father in the neck. That's a good kill. And you see Pennywise, you know, pull his little alien mouth out and bite some kid's arm off. That's also a good kill. But then it's like but then you get into the psychological stuff and it just it takes away from the other kills. It takes away from the kills and it doesn't give you enough of the psychological. It's it's it, it waters them both down, in my opinion. It's got a point. And you know what I mean. So like it's I don't think that the story could have been any different because it's it, it's different content. It's like it's somebody else's story, and it probably more closely mirrors the book. I didn't read the book. It probably more closely mirrors the book than the TV version did because you could do more things in a movie than you can in a made-for-TV special. 
that being said, although I, I was creeped out by Pennywise in this movie, I was for different reasons. And they tried to give you the same scare multiple times, which for a TV Pennywise works because they can't do a whole lot. But in this movie, like the Pennywise, the jump moments, the scary moments, it's the same thing 37 times. He jumps at you. He runs at you. He jumps at you. The scarier moments for me with Pennywise in this movie was when they were more psychological, like he's just there and he's fucking with you. Like that's like that sort of got me tensed up. And then they did the same scare again. He ran at you. And then he got all fuzzy and ran at you again. And then he was in a and then he was in the the slideshow and he got giant and ran at everybody. The, pro- again. the projector like, it's scene just, was pretty dope. I, I'm yeah, that was badass. It, that, that projector scene. It was, was a dope scene. I, it, it was each. I, I, each I, scene I wasn't you. bad, but it's the same scene over and over and over and over again with the same attempted scare. The only moment I can say that I legitimately jumped was that scene, that projector scene, but. It was this. It was, you know, it was just thinking back on it. It's the same attempt of scare, and like it just it, it didn't work for me because they 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 mul- they sort of muddied everything down. If you would have went to one okay. one kill, one attempted scare, more horror gore, or excuse me, more gore or more psychological, I probably would have liked it better. I think this is the difference in the in the trend, though, because you have, and it it, it really does work. I think there's there's, uh, uh, you have, a couple of genre different subgenres of horror that are coming out. So when you have something that's under the Conjuring kind of umbrella and the James Wan umbrella, like that's horror that kind of that takes itself more seriously. There are rules that it follows. You know there are. Uh, ways that uh, and, and certain people that you kill, certain types of people. There are certain stories that you you know that you implement into the the characters and kind of that yeah thing. So there's there's that uh, uh, something like this and like what was another one? Drag me to hell. If you guys remember that one or like mm-hmm, yeah. uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil or something like that. Uh, Slither was another Slither. one. Slither was great. These are James Gunn. These are movies where I, I mean, like I use the the term date movie a lot, but these are more like I think I'm gonna stay with it before. These are more like haunted house movies because it's just it's just a fun thing. These this is like hey, you go with your friends, like hey, let's just go, let's get fucked up, let's go see this dumb this old fucking silly movie, you know, and you know, and then go through the house of mirrors after. And I think that's I think that that's just kind of I, like this is what it is where it's a movie that's it's not it's not taking itself seriously and it's a, it's a good awareness to have it's not it's it's leaving the 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 the, the more crazier scares to the other people and it's just saying hey we're just gonna have a good time in here so but I, yeah I, I mean I see I I see your point yeah and I and I see your point too because I I understand like a lot of those those parts were. Pennywise would do like the erratic kind of movements, you know, the quick shaking back and forth or whatever, and just charge at you. And then all you have to do is just kind of just turn and run away. That's about it. Like, yeah, and like, or just turn the light on. Yeah, like it is something. Or open like, the garage door. Like, I'd be like okay, <laughs> that was funny. Like, though. What the fuck, Pennywise? Like, was that it? Like, if 
if you wanted me, you could have had me right there. Instead, you just mm -hmm. are being a dick and just scaring me for some fucking reason. But, uh, yeah, obviously he feeds off of fear and shit like that, too. But Right. Well, whatever. Well, so, so basically, Monsters, Inc. is like a few levels away from what the hell it is, right? <laughs> Pretty well, to a certain degree. It's true. Without the sex, Monsters, yeah. Inc. is basically it, where they, <laughs> yes. they scare because they fuel uh, the energy needs off of the fear. Pretty much. Um there is there, there there definitely has been some uh, uh some different things but um the reason why i kind of disagree with ed and we'll go on to the next thing about it is this movie to me is is jaws uh why jaws is so successful uh is because you got the horror you got the gore when the shark eats or where's the shark but then you got the drama and you got a good story with the townspeople this is Jaws. Pennywise is the great white shark. I so absolutely disagree to, with you. Hands down. You have to you you have to know your characters. You have to like your characters. So when their lives are in danger, you're like, "Oh my god, please don't get it. Please don't get it." And then when the shark comes out and threatens the characters that you like better. That's what I'm saying that this kind of braided our movie the the movies of Jason and Freddie and Michael boys is completely done. They're going to continue to make movies like this because this is what's successful. Um, that's my opinion on that one. Well, and I, I I see your your opinion. It's just like to compare this movie to Jaws in that sense. And and here's why I'm disagreeing with you on that is that like even to this day. People are afraid to go swim in the ocean. Not that they don't, but, you know, like, they're afraid. That back then, they were afraid to sit on the toilet. They thought Jaws was going to come bite them in the ass. <laughs> but, the, you know, that changed an entire generation and subsequent generations' mindsets about the water. They're more afraid of sharks now than they ever should have been. People they are either freaked out by clowns or they're not. You know what I mean? So it like I, I'm not afraid of a clown, but then you get like somebody like John Wayne Gacy, which you know that concept scares the shit out of me. This is not going to change an entire generation or subsequent subsequent generations' concepts of clowns, or like fear of bumping the night, or fear of anything other than what they're already afraid of. You know, anybody that you time you go to a beach now. You know, people are literally sitting there watching for a shark because they want to make sure their kids and, and, and family are safe. Not that sharks weren't a problem before, but they're they're not really that big of a problem. More people die by having their refrigerators fall on them every year than are bit by sharks. So, like, it's it's not a, it's not that it's an illegitimate fear. It's just an overblown one because of Jaws. Sure, I get that. To go on to other things with without Jaws, I want to talk about uh, um, the Leper Man because Jesus Christ, this goes into the part where the kids are getting frustrated. We have the projector scene, and then they go into Pennywise's house, and Pennywise says the famous line, "Beep beep, Richie," which that was great to see. And this is where I thought Pennywise shined was in his house. What do you guys think of him shining in his house? Like it was great, right? I I mean. 
We had to see some fun, some fun stuff in the house. It's, it was some double, especially a very weird uh, camera decision made by well, who the fuck ever to stabilize Pennywise's face during some sort of dance sequence. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> at the end. That was at the end. That was but unusual. Yeah. That was kind of. That was a so weird, the loser weird thing. club figures out that there is this. Uh, there. There is this um, well in the basement of the house, and they are going to go down there to actually confront it because it has kidnapped Bev to lure them down there. And we get an epic fight, and this is where Pennywise gets the most scary. And you guys see a little bit of his of his uh, of the his deadlights. true form, the deadlights. And we also get the chance to see who he really is a little bit. We'll find more in part two, but we do get the introduction of him as a giant spider. Look, I can't wait for that in part two where he fights the turtle. So we'll, we'll look into that one. Oh, yeah. And we get to see a Lego turtle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's why the kids have never of... seen turtles. What's that? Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, it was, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a foreshadow and an homage. I thought it more of an homage. I didn't know they were going to do a part two. But, well, yeah, yeah, more of a foreshadow. I mean, I mean they're going to do a part two. That's just the way it is. This movie – We know that now. Fully... Yeah. 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 Uh, before we get into our worth it or not worth it reviews here, I mean, if you have not seen this movie, of, of course we spoiled the living hell out of it, but it's 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 really really good. Uh, this is probably the best movie of the year so far, right? I mean, this this is great that we reviewed. I mean, there's been some good ones, but this is probably the best overall movie that we've seen this year. Well, I mean, I, like, I had a lot of good. fun. I I had a lot of fun, and then you know what? That's that's. That's plain and simple here, boys. Like I, I like these types of movies. I, I guess before these, these types of these horror playful movies, these haunted house kind of, uh, uh, uh fun house, thrill house type, uh, uh these movies, um, kind of like a, like a drive-in movie. Oh yeah, yeah, true. You know, like this, this would be a, a pretty fun drive-in movie. So like, I, I mean, you know, just it's, it was just fun. Like it, I don't know, man. It. it there were, it got ridiculous at some parts. I, I I can't deny that. Like that's that's fucking for sure. It got really intense at other parts too, where it was like uncomfortably so. The theater moaned at the lowest lane part. Uh, oh really? Everyone oh, else seemed stinks. to be pretty cool about everything else that happened in the movie theater, but that part that was everyone else was cool about the kid getting a, a, a child being thrown down a, or uh, going down a well to his death. Everyone was cool with that, uh, but no, the, the lowest lane part. Everyone was like, "No, that's that's not good." Kill more, too much more kids. You can kill the kids. You can't. Yeah. You can't touch them. Can't do that. So, we're gonna get into the is it worth it or is it not? So, Ed, I kind of want to hear what you say because you always go first. Is yeah, I mean, I, it I, chapter one worth it. I've, I mean, I've given my two cents. So to go and rehash over everything you know as to why i'm not a huge fan of the movie um i i'm going to obviously disagree with the two of you i don't think this movie is worth the hype uh i you know i think the movie's worth the money i just don't think it's worth the hype in the sense that like i i went into it i came out of it you know in having enjoyed myself in a great movie but i don't I didn't in, uh, thoroughly enjoy it the way you two guys did. So, I mean, I, 
if I having to having a gun to my head, having to pick, I would say yes, it's worth it. But like, I it, it's like fifty one forty nine in that direction. Wow, disappointing. All right, well, uh, Eric, is it worth it? Uh yeah, I think this movie's definitely worth it. I, I, I just enjoyed. It. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, again, it got a. There were parts where it, it got. I understand Ed's grab completely because this movie goes left and right and then up and down, very quickly because you have tension breaking moments, of comedy where a character says something. And then you have tension building moments through Pennywise doing some funky shit. And then you have like weird kind of character building lulls where they go through their own trials of abuse. Like you you have kids being bullied, you have kids being molested Mm -hmm. by parents, you have kids with issues with parents, they have kids issues. You know, I mean like each each kid has their own little little thing about what's going on. And uh, those are the character building moments. I, I I get that, but I guess I'll blame Stephen King for that one because uh, I mean, what what's going on? What they're doing? A lot of them, you're just like, whoa, you gotta fucking step back, man. That's some hard growing up. But that's the theme of this. Like these kids, you know, are, are they have to grow up quick? You know, this is this is kind of a bridge between childhood and adulthood in, in a sense is what kind of a, a huge part of this book is. And, right. Yeah, and Pennywise being the fear of that, you know? It's, as a kid, it's scary to grow up. And, yeah, that's that's Pennywise. Is their fear gotcha. of growing up? <clears throat> Played by um, Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. It's, uh, it's, it's worth it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I would say most certainly go see it in theaters. I, I would even consider getting this and I need to my collection. Yeah, and here's no, I'm the thing, this. Jordan. Before before you jump in, I just was doing some research, and I found out that the the writer for this movie. There were two other ones, but like the one with legit credits also created, also wrote Annabelle, wrote Annabelle Creation, wrote The Nun. So like that's where you get the psychological stuff. Like I was okay with all that. And Annabelle Creation scared the piss out of me, but like this, the guy who wrote it, who's getting the main the main credit for the writing, uh, sure. wrote and it was the designer behind Annabelle and Annabelle Creation. Yeah, well, you know, um, also it all depends on how good the director is. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, this 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 movie's totally worth it. I'm gonna buy this on Blu-ray. Um, everybody needs to see this movie. Uh, this is not something that you. Uh, will be um, disappointed in seeing. Uh, I'm sorry, Ed, I cannot disagree with you anymore. We're on totally different sides of the fence here. Yeah. Uh, this movie is completely, almost damn near perfect. Uh, this is the best uh, Stephen King movie adaptation ever. This is better than The Shining. Uh, this is this is shot well. It's acted well. Uh, Bill Skarsgård is a genius, and uh, everything about this is great. And I'm going to go back for a third time probably tomorrow. Because it's just that good. Uh, however, though, um, we'll be back next week, of course, for another awesome episode, like we always give you guys. Make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also on our Podbean page, which is movieguyspodcast.podbean.com and on our Twitter account, 
Just look for Movie Guys Pod and iTunes Movie Guys Podcast. Uh, we also have some other great shows, a part of our B-Word Network, which is uh, For Your Distraction. Hey, I like that game. And then a sub show that I do, which is Podcast. And also, I know this show is over with for the season, but if you still have not gotten your fix of Game of Thrones, Eric and Ed did their own Game of Thrones special. So make sure to check out all reviews of all seven ones, uh, seven episodes of those, right? There are seven of them? Yep. Mm-hmm. Make sure to check out reviews for all seven of those films. There were more reaction episodes of, oh my God, this is just happening. They got me into it. I watched two more episodes. Uh, still not a fan, but because of their show, I kind of watched it so but anyway thank you so much guys for downloading us and we'll be back next week take care